0: the Gospel according to St. John, the 16th chapter. Jesus said, In that day you will ask nothing of me. Truly, truly, I say to you, whatever you ask of the Father in my name, he will give it to you. Until now you have asked nothing in my name. Ask, and you will receive, that your joy may be full. FOR THE FATHER IS WITH ME, I HAVE SAID THESE THINGS TO YOU, THAT IN ME YOU MAY HAVE PEACE. IN THE WORLD YOU WILL HAVE TRIBULATION, BUT TAKE HEART, I HAVE OVERCOME THE WORLD. THIS IS THE GOSPEL OF THE LORD. IN THE NAME OF JESUS, AMEN. My friends, if you and I had a penny for every time God was accused of not answering a prayer, well, well, we'd be rich. We really would be. Indeed, one of the biggest accusations against God is that He supposedly does not hear the prayers of His people, especially when they are in need. That He does not answer our prayers when we need them the most. But there's a problem to this accusation. Let's just be honest. There's a problem to this accusation, and that is this. It assumes it assumes that we're actually praying to begin with. Now, dear friends, I'm not entirely sure, but if I were to guess, I would say that at least 50%, if not more, at least 50%, if not more, of the prayers made in America, well, they're not prayed in the name of Jesus. I don't want to say it kindly. It's just the fact of the matter. Instead, they are requests and rants and whining made in the name, not of Jesus, but the old Adam, the sinful nature. Consider our reading from the Gospel of John. Yes, from the Gospel of John this morning. We are told that if we ask anything of the Father, that he will give it to us. Indeed, we are promised that. However, three tiny words often get overlooked in that passage. In other words, those three tiny words that often get overlooked is this in my name in the name of Jesus. In other words, we can ask anything of the Father in the name of Jesus and the Father will give it to us. But what does it mean? What does it mean to ask and pray in the name of Jesus? Now, dear friends, to pray in the name of Jesus is to pray according to Jesus' promises, according and consistent with his word, and consistent with his will. One more time, hear this loud and clear. To pray in Jesus' name is to pray according to his promises and according to Jesus' word and Jesus' will. Let's make this really simple. Prayers are the voice of faith And they are not, I repeat, they are not the requests and the rants and the whining of our sinful nature, of the old Adam. Let me give you an example to flush this out a little bit. I can recall many years ago a parishioner from a former church. Let's just call him Bob. Yes, Bob. Bob was a farmer who had a lot of land. But the one thing that Bob did not have, well, was this. He did not have an oil well. Bob, and so Bob, he was very vocal about how he often prayed for an oil well on his land. Now, I remind you that when he prayed for an oil well, he did so in the name of Jesus. He was very pious about it. He was very vocal about it. Everyone else around him, all the other farmers, they had oil wells, but not Bob. And he wanted one, and so he prayed. However, everyone that knew Bob, well, they knew he was full of it, as they say. His prayers to God for an oil well were not according to Jesus' promises or consistent with Jesus' will. But frankly speaking, Bob, well, his so-called prayers, they were motivated by greed. They were motivated by coveting. Yes, Bob made many promises to God that he would fund missionaries overseas. If he got that oil well, Lord God, give me an oil well, and I will do marvelous things for you. But again, everyone knew that this was a smokescreen, For it was very evident that his so-called prayers, the so-called prayers of Bob, well, they were dripping with greed. They are saturated with a covetous heart. The point being, Bob really was not praying, even though the words of his mouth, while they sounded pious and holy, he was not praying because he was not praying in the name of Jesus. He was praying in the name of Bob. Indeed, his prayers were according to greed and consistent with his coveting heart. They were in the name of Bob himself. Now, dear friends, the Father indeed hears our prayers and he even hears the requests and the rants and the whining of our sinful nature. However, mark this, the Father does not answer the requests, he does not answer the rants, he does not answer the whining of our sinful nature because they are not consistent with the name of Jesus. They're not consistent with Jesus' promises, his will, or his word in general. Last I heard, Bob did not get an oil well at all. Instead, he got four. (laughs) Yes, he got four oil wells. To many, it seemed that the Father answered Bob's so-called prayers. However, contrary to popular appearances and all appearances, if I were to discern what happened to Bob, I would say that the Lord did not answer Bob's so-called prayers, but the Lord actually disciplined Bob. Yes, the Lord disciplined Bob by giving him what his sinful nature wanted, Yes, Bob was given four oil wells, but last I heard the wealth of these wells, well, it was ruining his reputation. It was destroying his soul. It was poisoning his friendships and ruining his family. It seemed that the Lord, and it seems that the Lord Himself gave Bob what he was wanting, what he was demanding, not as a way of gift, but as a way of discipline. Think of it this way, perhaps with another analogy. Think of a child who was just fed a fun meal at the state fair, let's just say. Yes, the father bought the child a hot dog and some french fries, a fun soda, and then to boot, maybe a hot fudge sundae. Ah, good meal at the state fair. And then, about ten minutes later, the child begins to demand cotton candy. The child sees a sign for a candy bar and a lollipop. Imagine the child grabbing at the pants of the father and tugging on those pants whining and stomping and complaining dad daddy give me you know give me cotton candy i need cotton candy i want a candy bar i want a lollipop give me give me give me i need i need i need now obviously a good father will not give this junk food to his child for the child's request is neither good nor healthy So a good father would ignore the child's request and remind the child of all the good things that the child had already received, a hot dog and french fries and a good soda and that hot fudge sundae. But then imagine that the child continues to whine, the child continues to stomp and complain. Imagine the child throwing a scene, beginning to cry, beginning to yell. What is the father to do? As a way of discipline, In teaching the child, the father may decide to give the child exactly what he wants. The father may give the child that cotton candy. The father may give that child that candy bar, a candy bar, and a big lollipop to boot. And the child, well, the child becomes delighted, overjoyed. The father answered my request, my pleas. I bent his will. However, 10 minutes after the child devours the junk food and that high fructose corn syrup is flowing and running through the child's veins, well, as you know, that child becomes sick. And with the sickness, the child is humbled. And the child then learns that the father was right after all. The child then apologizes in pain with stomach ache, returns to the wisdom of the father and the care of the father for comfort and for care. In humility. Dear friends, often when we pray, we do so with flippancy. We often do not stop to ask the question, is this prayer? Is this prayer in the name of Jesus or is it motivated by my old Adam? Is it the prayer in the name of my own name? Truth be told, we all have much to repent of regarding our prayer lives, you and myself included. Our prayers need to be shaped by the promises of Jesus. Our prayers, they need to be formed by the Word of God. Our prayers need to be in the name of Jesus and not in the name of ourselves, not in the name of Matt Richard. Lord, have mercy on you and especially me. Consider our reading from the Gospel of John yet again. Even though you and I often petition the Father with bad intentions, there is still, regardless, great news for us. That great news is that even though we often make a mess of prayer, well, we are still graciously invited to pray. Yes, you and I are constantly forgiven by the blood of Christ as we know in that declarative word that we are forgiven for Christ's sake. And yes, we are still invited to pray to the Father. Furthermore, when we pray to the Father, not only does he hear our prayers in the name of Jesus, but he also promises to get this, to answer our prayers in the name of Jesus as well. And so, listen up, dear friends. Jesus says to you and to me, in his word, that everything that is asked of the Father in his name, in Jesus' name, well, the Father will give to us. Perhaps some of the greatest news we can hear today is that our God, he hears us and he gives us not what our sinful nature wants, but he gives us what we actually need because we are not enemies of God, but through Christ we are forgiven and made dear children. Baptized saints, the Lord, he constantly forgives you and me and he constantly calls us, invites us to pray And our prayers themselves, well, they get to be shaped by the promises of Jesus. They get to be shaped and guided by his will. And he does not do this because he wants to withhold from you and me, but because he wants to give us good gifts, that which is good, that which is good for us. And so you and I, we can pray in the name of Jesus. And we can do so whenever we have need. This is a gracious invitation. You can pray knowing that the Lord hears your prayers and that you are not a bother to the Lord. You can pray knowing that the Lord disciplines and forgives you and me when we ask things that would actually harm us, and that is good for us, even though it's sometimes painful. It's still good. You can pray not to limit God. You can pray not to specify the day and the place in which you must fulfill your prayers, but we get to pray knowing that he will answer yes in his due time, according to his manner, and especially for our own good. And for the times that you and I pray according to our names, the times when we pray according to our old Adam, which will happen, well, when our prayers are motivated by our sinful nature, well, thankfully, the Father will either ignore those pleas or he will discipline us for our good. while well, constantly forgiving you and me on behalf of Christ, our Redeemer. No matter what the results, it's all the same. He does all that he does for you and for me because he cares for you and for me. And so baptized saints, pray to the Father not to get him to care for you this morning or to notice you, but instead because he already does care for you, he already does notice you and he invites you to pray. Your Jesus is proof of that and the reason why you can pray to begin with in the first place. We pray to the Father for this is a gift to us. We pray and know with confidence that we belong to him through the redeeming work of Jesus and that he will always give us what is best for he loves you and he cares for you and again, he invites you to pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thy strong word bespeaks us righteous Bright with thine own holiness Thank you for listening to today's podcast sermon. You can access a full manuscript of today's sermon from Pastor Matthew Richard's blog at www.pastormattrichard.org or visit St. Paul's website at www.stpaulsminot.org